We talked a little bit, if you will, kind of an introduction to the, to the miracle. Jesus has uh, stepped out on a boat and, and, the, uh, and he has an opportunity to, to peace be still. I just want to give you just a simple thought concerning the scripture here. But uh, in verse number 35, 36 is kind of the verses we read last week. Jesus tells his disciples, let's get in the boat, let's go to the other side, Mark chapter 4, and let's read, read together in, uh, in verse number 37, okay? So they're on the boat, they're in the middle uh, of, the, of, the, of the lake there, and they're on their way across the sea. And let's read verse number 37 together. I'll read aloud, you read silently if you will. 37, the Bible says, And there arose a great storm of wind, and the waves beat into the ship, so that, that it was now full. And he was in the hinder part of the ship, asleep on a pillow. And they awake him, and say unto him, Master, carest not, thou that we perish. Now, I want to take this, this simple thought as we look at this tonight. Verse number 37, the Bible says, There arose a great storm. So here we are, uh, they're on this boat they're on this ship. The Bible calls it a ship. So I don't know, uh, you know, how big, what, what it, what, at what size do you classify a ship? If you classify a ship being a large vessel, I've probably never been on a ship. I've never been on, uh, you know, a big, a big ship like that out there in the waters. I've been on some boats, some probably too small, you know, uh, some that were bigger than others. You know, I remember as a kid growing up, we'd go skiing. And we'd go out there in the middle of the lake, and we'd go skiing, and, and we'd be on it. Not a, it wasn't no ship. I mean, it was just a little boat. But I remember doing those things on the water. But these men, these men, we talked about that last week, that these men were experienced fishermen. They knew what they were doing. They knew what was taking place. They knew how to handle a storm. So it wasn't like anything. It wasn't not. It wasn't like they were experiencing something they'd never experienced before. It wasn't like that. They they saw these waves. Oh no, there's waves. I, you know, a lot of times when we experience a a physical storm, uh, we immediately my children immediately go running. I don't know where they get that from, Granny, but I don't know. But somewhere they get that from somebody about being scared of storms. Miss uh, Stacy would tell me that when they were a kid and there would be a tornado, they'd all meet at their grandma's house. Now, why in the world they had to go to their grandma's house for a tornado? But I guess grandma's house was the safest because she was praying, I guess, maybe. I, I don't know. But, but I, you made her scared of storms, Roseanne, and now my children deal with that too. So I'm sorry. Now I'm calling you out in the middle of church, but she ain't never going to come back no more. But I, you know, you think about the storms that you you physically go through. Uh, we've we've went through uh, one of them. We stayed uh, one we evacuated for, and it wasn't that bad. They said, and then we stayed for the next one, and it was terrible. I mean, the wind was just rocking, and Stacy thought we. I mean, we was about to die. You know, like the like the house was getting ready to get picked up by the wind or something. Uh, I mean, you could feel the wind underneath the house and squeezing the house. I mean, you could feel it just pushing the. And, uh, you know, and you you experience those things and you look at those things. These men, you've lived here your whole life, so you've experienced storms. I mean, a hurricane or a a tropical storm comes, you know, it's not that big of a deal. But to me, man, this is a big deal. You know, we have lots. I mean, it's like, what are are we doing here? 
And uh, so it's a new experience for me. That's exactly, these fishermen, they knew. It wasn't like they'd never seen that before. They'd, they'd been on the sea before when it was, waves were crashing in, the waves were going, the rain was coming down. So, I mean, they knew what to expect. They knew the experience in which they had. But the Bible says that their boat, the rain was coming down, the waves were crashing in, and the boat was now full. What does that mean? What does it mean that, that, that it was full? In my way of thinking, I feel like the boat was full of water. It was, you know, uh, you know, all boats carry a little bit of water, right? I mean, they all have that excess of water that they always drain out. You, you see something coming up. You have a ski boat. We were driving down the road the other day, and a ski boat was in front of us, and they were dropping water. I can't remember which daughter it was, but why is that dropping water? You know, it, it, it got some water in it while I was out there on the wa- out there on the ocean or whatever it is. But this boat was now full. It was at a point that if they continued to bring in water, it was going to sink. I mean, this is exactly what was going to take place. I mean, it was going to go under. I mean, this is, this is where they were at. That's real life. That's scary business. I don't want to be on a boat in the middle of a sea uh, and the boat is now full. I mean, it's not, it's not full of people. It's full of water. And so what's the next step? Get on that little safety boat and get out of there, right? I mean, that's evacuation is the next key. But here it is. The storm is coming. The waves are crashing in. And, and in, my, in, in my visual mind, I don't know if you've ever seen, um, seen a video of the, uh, a cruise ship that was out in the middle of the Gulf and the storm come in. And that cruise ship, and they showed video of inside the cruise ship. And I mean, everything, everything would slide side to side. I, everything. People, uh, instruments, uh, everything was si- sliding side to side. That's my visual. That's it. That's my visual. That's, when I, that's exactly. I, I'd be seasick so much, I don't, I don't know what I'd have to do. But in my mind, that's how I visualize, okay? So I'm just trying to build this up. So this is what's taking place. All this is taking place. It's full up. Where does the Bible say Jesus was at? Asleep on a pillow. Now, I want to ask you something. How? How is this the ship tossing to and fro by the waves? Rain is beating down on it. Of course, lightning is going on in the background. Thunder, lightning, all that stuff's going on. Uh, the disciples are yelling at each other, hold this, hold this, do this, row that way, get the, get the, whatever the sail is, get it going this way, whatever. All those names that I don't know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah. All that ship stuff, I have no idea. Throw stuff overboard, we're about to go under. I mean, what, whatever they're doing, you know. Throw the extra food off. You know, I mean, think about it for just a second. That's what was taking place. And where was Jesus? Asleep in the bottom of the ship. How? When I thought about this and I read this, my question to myself was, how could Jesus sleep in the bottom of the ship? I'm going to tell you how. There's two reasons. One, because he's the master of the storm. There wasn't a time when he was in that bottom of the ship he was ever worried. How good do you sleep if you have no worries? Yeah, you sleep good. 
<laughs> the creditors aren't coming for you. I'm sleeping really good tonight. Right? You look at your life and you can sleep really good when, when things are calm. But if your life is in turmoil and you've got a lot going on, you can't hardly sleep good. And you're battling things inside. You have trouble sleeping. I, I, I've been there. You wake up in the middle of the night and what am I doing up? Jesus did not have a worry in the world because he knew who controlled the storm. But, but I want to I take this from a physical side of things to a spiritual side of things. There's not a storm that we face that he's not in control of. Yes, that's right. You know, when, we are, when our lives are in turmoil and it honestly feels like the boat is going under and we're full, mm-hmm. who's in control? He is. He's still the master of the storm. So the storm, physical storm that we face and the physical storms that happen in this world, those, those take place not without his hand. And sometimes we, I, I do, I question, I wonder, you know, why does God allow those big storms to, I mean, they destroy a lot. Yeah. I have a preacher friend of mine who pastors in Houma, Louisiana. They were without a building for a year. Mm-hmm. They, had, they had church under a tent. For a year. In July, in, in Homa, Louisiana. And you think about why why do that why does that storm destroy that kind of stuff? But God's still in control. And you look at your own personal life, okay? The storms that you face, the battles it is, and feel like you're full. I just don't know how much I can take. He's in control. And when he came to the top of that boat, what did he say? Throw everything off. We got to get out of here. No. He says, hold on, wave. Peace be still. When his disciples came to a place where they knew they couldn't do anything about the storm and they could do nothing to save that boat, they went to the only person who could help save their boat. They went to the only person who could help save and restore the turmoil and the storm and the recklessness and the fullness of that water being in that boat. And they knew only one could do that. And they went to him. So can I say to us tonight is the only one that can calm the storms of our life and help us is, is the master of the storm. That's right. He can master that storm. Not only is he the master of the storm, but he's the maker of the storm. And honestly, that's probably the hardest one to swallow. Because not only did he ma- is he the master of it, but he made it. Sometimes in our life, we face things. How am I going to get through this? How? How is Jesus asleep? Because he knew he made the storm. Because he knew that he was the maker. He knew that he was the master of the storm. So can I say to us tonight that in the middle of our storm, in the middle of our, not a physical storm, but a spiritual storm, that I know the master. Who's the master of the storm? Jesus is.
Who's the maker of the storm? Jesus is. So who can control the storm? Jesus. Who can, now I want you to think about this and I'll be done. I'm going close. But who can help get us through that storm? Jesus can, that's right. When Jesus looked at his disciples, he said, let's go to the other side. He knew the storm was coming. He knew what was going to take place, but he still had his disciples going to the other side of the shore. So why did he do that? Why did he put them through that? Why does he put it? Why why does all this thing? I don't know. I talked a little bit about that this morning. I, I can't tell you why things happen. But I have to be able to trust the maker of the storm and the master of the storm to help me go through and get to the other side. Because do you know what? There wasn't a disciple that got tossed overboard and didn't make it to the other side. That's right. All of them did. Mm-hmm. That's right. Because he wanted to make sure they were safe on the boat. It wasn't like today. I mean, they have safety regulations and you have to have life preservers and lifeboats for every single person that boards that boat. It was, I, they wasn't like that. That's right. If they even had life preservers, what'd they fill them with? I don't know. What'd they fill what with? That, what, they did not like they had plastic back then, you know? I mean... Wood? Bible talks about Paul being saved on a, on a piece of wood, you know, in a shipwreck. That's right. So, but as you look at this, those disciples didn't wreck. Those disciples' boat didn't crash, didn't go under, didn't sink. Because who was on it? Jesus was on it. Who calmed the storm? Jesus did. Who's the maker of the storm? And you say, well, I know this already. I know, it's just a simple thought. But so many times in our life, in the reckless, I'm not in the reckless, but in the, in the midst of our storm, in the midst of our water and rain, and we lose sight of who's really in control. The master and the maker. Well, who can help calm that storm is Jesus. Let's pray. Lord, I thank you for tonight. I thank you for everyone here tonight. I pray that you've blessed our time tonight.